Welcome to the Casey Catch-Up. This week, we talked to Greg Closier from France slash California. Uh, he's got some great insight on the recent extreme gliss event that involved five days back-to-back of SUP down in foiling. So it was really cool to chat to him about that and what um, conditions they were exposed to, equipment that was being used, and who was the quickest. Uh, we also talk about board design. We talk about the downwind foil runs that he does over in France and what he's done in California. Um, all in all, it's a great chat and I'm looking forward to um, sharing this with you guys. Uh, I've also just released my new website. Um, the Coach Casey Club is growing and I'm really excited to um, get more and more people involved in that. So if you are interested in learning to downwind foil, um, be sure to hit me up, um, go to my website, caseyaus.com or head to my Instagram and uh, shoot me a question. Thanks, team. All right, we're back. The Casey yeah. catch-up. We've got Greg Closier from France slash California, but uh, permanently France. He's just competed in this awesome event um, over, in, over in France. It was five days of downwinding, I think over 60 kilometres, and you know everyone was ranked each time and it looks like a really cool event so we want to talk to him about that um greg's also been kind of a downwind foil pioneer um he's got a, a brand 52 foil co which have a really nice looking downwind foil board for those that are looking to get get your hands on one that's specifically made for downwind foiling so greg thanks for joining us yeah thanks thanks for having me <laughs> yeah it's, it's um i've been we, we, we met ages ago, um, but it's been, it's been a while since we've, we've spoken and um, I've been following um, your, your Instagram and, and all the, the, the French downwind foiling going on. So um, do you want to give us a little bit of a background on how you got into to downwind foiling and um, yeah, take, start, start off there? Yeah, so my name is Greg. I'm from France, but um, I, I lived in California for a couple of years and uh, I've been, I was... Uh, the part of the first generation of uh, stand-up uh, paddler in in Europe with uh, Eric Thierrien and, um, oh, and then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I guess um, I'm a, I'm a surf instructor. I own a surf school in in France, so my my uh, my main sport is uh, surfing. <laughs> but where I live in the northwest of France, uh, the waves are not always that's great like it's not like Osegore or so it's it's good for surfing it's but it's not the the best place so i guess that's that's where i'm i moved to to stand up paddling to to enjoy more the the ocean and um i started uh stand up uh, paddle surfing and then i moved to racing and um and that's where i did i discovered the downwind aspect like really being in the open ocean and you know when you do a downwind you are pretty much alone in the in the sea and uh, you do your own thing you don't have to to compete with uh to catch a wave like it you do your own thing and that's i think that's why i really love like right away uh, downwinding i totally mate I, the downwind <laughs> stuff i think you know preaching to the choir oh, i love it as well you know it's um <laughs> literally uh, unlimited waves out there and and zero crowds so i, I totally get it and, and sounds like we actually followed a similar path although i was a little bit behind you in you know surfing um, i live in the east coast the waves aren't great all the time um went into sup surfing 
just because I could get more waves and you don't need as high quality. Went into sup racing <laughs> and then sort of <laughs> now we've ended up in, in downwind foiling. So it's like kind of the same, same idea. You know, we're looking for those um, uncrowded waves and yeah. having the most fun in them. Yeah, I think we are not the only one. I think a lot of people <laughs> had the same, the same, uh, same path. And, yeah. uh, and, uh, and I started, well, I guess like a lot of people, I started uh, foiling when I saw the video of, of Kai. Yeah. Like, you know, the first one when yes. he was on, like on the Maliko uh, doing the, the, the downwing foiling. Yeah, I was over in Maui at the time and um, the Olakai race had just run and Kai didn't win. Um, and we're like, oh, he's just posted this video. So it's like, it's better than winning any race. You know, he's just literally <laughs> trump carded us you know, try this guys, you know, I'm going to foil down the coast. And it was so cool. Everyone was buzzing. Everyone forgot about the race. And they're just talking about Kyle Lenny downwind foiling. Yeah. I think a lot of people were like totally uh, obsessed since, uh, since this video. Yeah. And, uh, and for me, it's, yeah, it was, when I saw this, I said right away, okay, I want to do this. But at this time, it was uh, it was hard to find the foil and uh, everything. Yeah. So uh, so I think my first try was on the on the borrowed uh, kite foil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the chopped twelve six, just yep. to do the same. Yeah. And of course, of course, it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, just because it didn't it's a work at all. Right? Yeah, it was way too small, and yeah, yeah. So. Mm. So that was, that was my first attempt, and I was in France at this time. And then I moved to California in San Clemente, and uh, my friend uh, Cyril Cost, you know, the owner of uh, Takuma? Yes. Cyril, uh, uh, he reached me and he said, uh, okay, I need uh, somebody to, to promote my brand in uh, California, foil brand, it's, it's brand new. You, and he asked me uh, to, to do it, like to just to try. Mm -hmm. So he sent me a, a board and foil, everything. Awesome. So <laughs> that was like that was perfect timing. I I um I kind of forgot about foiling because my first experience was so bad that uh, I didn't I didn't do it again. And then when he reached me, I said, okay, maybe I should get another chance. Maybe the the gear is better now. And uh, Hang yeah, on, hang on. And can, can we backtrack? So you cut a 14 foot board down or 12 six board down, put a kite foil in it and yeah. it, didn't, it didn't work and you just gave up. You're like, ah, throw it in the bin. No, well, actually it was right uh, before summertime. And in summertime, I re I'm really busy working for my surf school. Yeah. So yeah, I put this on the side and said, well, we'll see this later. But then in September, after, um, after my uh, big season in the surf school, I moved to California. Ah, uh, so you left. So, and I moved with my family, my my daughter, my wife. So it was kind of a little bit crazy. Too much, too, too much many things toys. to do. Yeah. And, and and when I arrived in California, I was so excited. There was like battle of uh, for the PPG event, and uh, I was still training for this for this race. I was obviously uh, enjoying the surf, like yeah. surfing uh, lowers and all those uh, good spots. So, you know, I kind of, yeah, put this on the side, but when Cyril, it was a couple months later, I think it was November or December when he reached me and said, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, do, do you know about foiling? Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, I'm pretty sure you will like it. And I said, yeah, yeah, but, uh, you know, I haven't 
really uh, tried it. He said, yeah, yeah, I, I, I send you the, the material and the, the gear and uh, you just try and you tell me how it is. So, and this was and the original, original to yeah, stuff. Yeah, he gave me a lot of tips. And, um, and actually, so I was uh, living close by to uh, uh, San Onofre. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And, and San Onofre is uh, like Perfect probably one of, one, one of the best uh, yeah, places in the world to, to foil. Mm. And I was, at this time, I was pretty much the only one with uh, Dave Bainey from uh, Infinity. Yes. Awesome. So we start. We started together, like really uh, on the side where nobody could uh, could see us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, down down and the by way, the down by the end of the road, yeah. Yeah, exactly between the power plant and the the um, the way where you find all the long border. Yeah. You know, in Central Freeze, there is a, on the south part. It's only for stand-up paddler. Yes. Yes. Stand-up paddlers are not allowed to go uh, north on the on the better waves. <laughs> <laughs> they have to they have to stay. Yeah, it's, it's a low. Yeah, you have to stay on the south south uh, part of the spot. Yeah, and actually, it turned out that this uh, this part, like further south, is like really really good for foiling. <laughs> so it's saps and foilers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now pretty much that's that's uh, that's what it is now. Like you get the yeah. sap, you get for you get the the longboard, then you get the sub, and then you get the, the foiler. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I've yeah, surfed so Sano, it's uh, so or surfed and foiled it. And it's, yeah, like you said, it's probably one of the up there with one of the better foil waves. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. You, you have waves every day and it's always glassy. And it's, it's never big. It's never. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like it's just always nice little crumbly rollers that reform all the way to the beach, you know. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Perfect for foiling. <laughs> yeah, and nobody, it's only a foilers. Like yeah. No surfer, no, no longboard, no, no, nobody. No worries. No yeah. surf school, yeah. So, yeah, so, okay, yeah. so that was your surf foiling journey. And on the Takuma gear, what, what was the original Takuma wing? I don't remember Takuma so it was uh, it, it was named the v100 mm -hmm. so i don't even know the the size of this foil i think it, it was probably something around uh 1300 uh, centimeters something like that Ca yeah. kind of average but a lot of curve like yes. real lot of curve like compared to what we see now yeah so the this foil and it was like really heavy you know it was pretty much same time as uh, Nash and GoFoil was one of the first um, brand like production uh, foil uh, yeah. dedicated yeah. to a uh, surf foiling and uh, stand-up paddle foiling. Yeah, very cool. So he was he has a lot of lift, actually way too much. <laughs> yeah. So he was kind of uh, <laughs> a bit tricky to, to learn on, but uh, he was okay. Uh, yeah. First, I studied on the stand-up. And then uh, Cyril uh, sent me a surfboard, a surf foil. Mm. And I found surf, surf was easier with this foil. Yeah, It was right. easier to, to, to understand the foil. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was better. Okay. And why do you think that was? Because my experience is almost the opposite. When I was, you know, the, go, the original Go foil, the Kai, was a pretty thick foil. And it was, you know, it was big. You know, it, it, it had a lot of lift. As you said, too much lift. Um, and for me on the stand-up, I, I felt it was easier to control 
for me because a bigger board meant I could lean forward more. Um, I had a surfboard retrofitted, you know, um, with a, uh, the, the, the boxes. I think it was a tidal box, actually. And we, 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 because there was rocker in the board, we tried to keep it flat, but we actually went too far. And when we pat, when I paddled in it, it, you know, with the angle basically like shimming it, it gave me extra lift on a foil that already had heaps of lift. So every time I paddled in, I'd paddle into a wave, and before I could get up to my feet, I was getting like, you know, exploded <laughs> left or right. And um, I found the prone falling was way harder personally because on the sup, I'm already standing up, my feet are in the spot, and I could control the lift. Whereas prone, not so much. So I'm interested to hear why you found the prone easier than the sup. I don't know. I think uh, mostly because on the on the surf, I, I was able to catch the really small waves, like even the white water, and it would reform right right after. Yeah. And I think like when you uh, surf foil, because you are already uh, you you lay down, so you can put a lot of pressure on your chest. Yep. And you control the lift like this, and yep. when you pop up then you can uh, you can adjust your your pressure on your front foot i think easier at yeah. least for me yeah yeah no, that, and, that, that uh, and the board good. and the board is so small it's easier to control yeah and, less, um, less sort of swing weight doesn't wobble side yeah. to side on you yeah yeah and i realized this uh, right away like the first the first couple waves on the on the lay down on the prone I said, okay, that's it. That's that's what I want to do. It's much safer. I, I felt re, uh, safer at, yeah. uh, also. I think especially in waves like like Sano, where it's kind of peaky at the back, but it reforms really nicely on the inside. That makes total sense. You know, you can paddle in on the reform rather than taking off on the bigger wave out the back. Yeah. Getting the on the sup, you're taking the drop, whereas on the prone, you're getting the reform and that nice little chip in with with less um, consequence. I guess you're not getting blown up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that makes sense. Um, let's fast forward. And, and so when did you get into the downwinding? Was that over in California or, or back home in France? Uh, so actually, yeah, so you know my, so my friend Eric Terrien? Eric? Yes. Yeah. He was, so, uh, he, was, um, he was doing uh, foiling as well, but in France. Mm -hmm. And um, same thing, he wanted to do downwind. So he had a couple, uh, I think, couple months in front of me, ahead of me, of doing it, and he was struggling at the at the beginning, like everybody, everybody at this time, I guess. But then, um, he, um, when he got the first Malico go foil, the yeah. the blue one, the first yeah, blue one, the flat one, yeah, yeah, it clicked for him, like mm -hmm. right away. He sent me a message. He said, "Hey, okay, now I can do it. I understand." Because at first he said. I don't know how this works. Like, I, it's impossible. And uh, and when you got the, uh, this foil, it, it clicked right away. And you said, "Yeah, you, it's I was, amazing." And... I was exactly the same because I was trying to downwind on the kai, and there was it was for me. Yeah. Um, it was I'm 82 kilos. It was way too small a foil for me to get up and continue to glide. I got up a couple times, but never continued to glide. When I got the Malenko, it was just like straight away, and I was doing most of the run. You know, just complete start to finish um maybe coming down two or three times but like i wasn't i was able to paddle up on that maliko original maliko which um i think yeah. was kind of a little bit ahead of its time you know because it was flat i fit yeah i think so too it was a yeah a, a good foil i guess yeah yeah Looking and back. so so what i did but i um so i bought a, a set of go foil like the the eva 
the Malico 200 and the Malico 280. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right away. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I had a few attempts, but so at this time I was back to France actually. Yeah. So because in France I know all the good place for downwind. Yeah. It was it was easy for me to go, and I have some friends uh, who they do a sub uh, sub downwind. So I was I was with them, so it was easy for. For, yeah, yeah. for setting up the, yeah, the, the, the thing. Logistics. Yeah, the logistics, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, I think I tried uh, with the, um, I, for first I had the 200, um, the 200. Yeah. And it was okay, but I, I wasn't able to do a, like uh, the full run uh, without uh, touching. Mm -hmm. And that's when after I, uh, I bought the 280. Yeah. And with the 280, it was much easier. Yeah, I could I could even uh, do a flat water um, flat water uh, foil. Yeah, the the Maliko 280 is it is a massive foil, like yeah. it's huge. I, a friend of mine has one. I went paddling with him this morning, and as he said, you can like most people can paddle that up in flat water. It's there's a really slow lift speed. Um, I don't think that many brands make foils that big anymore, but for downwinding, I think it's an awesome foil to start with because as you say, you can paddle up in flat water. If you have a little bit of breeze behind you, you can paddle up even easier. The only problem is it's pretty slow. Um, still faster <laughs> than a surf ski, but for foiling, it's pretty slow. Yeah, and it's still faster than not uh, getting up <laughs> oh way faster than paddling the entire way that's what i always remind people i say look you want to use this foil because you'll get up and people say oh no it's too slow it's like all right i'll race you i'll use this you use yours and they never get up and i fall all the way to the end and it's like how yeah. slow is your foil they're like oh it's fast once i get going <laughs> didn't see you get going <laughs> yeah, yeah so but yeah it was yeah, I remember it was hard at the beginning, but uh, you know, you go step like my my goal was to to fly for for a couple minutes without uh, touching. Yeah, and I said, yeah, and and you like I said to everybody, like at some at one point you just you just uh, you go from a couple minutes then to one hour, like without understand what's what's going on. Like said, what okay, now I, okay. I understand and uh, okay it's that's the way it is but yeah yeah it's uh it's hard yeah. to explain sometimes so yeah i agree and like because I, I, I do a bunch of coaching online and um you know with people too and it's it, it's getting over that initial hurdle getting up and, and linking a few bumps is really hard to to explain and, and get people there but but once you get over that initial hump like pretty much everyone's almost the same you know um as long as like say say we just learned and and you already started and you're using a 280 and or the 200 then i started i used the 280 and i got on the 200 we'd be pretty similar speed like it once it clicks you know just because yeah. if you'd foiled for six months earlier and i just learned we'd almost be the same you know it's it's amazing um the obviously the learning curve is steep but once you get it you're up there with everyone else, which is pretty cool. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So, do you remember any like what was the hardest part for you? I guess paddling up would have been a bit easier. 
using the 280. What, what about linking? Did you find linking the swells hard or, or what were your challenges when you're learning? Well, first it was um, getting up on the foil. Mm -hmm. it, it, it takes time to understand which bump you need to, to go. And uh, you know, when you missed one, you missed three and then you're done. So yeah. you, you, you need to take your time and choose the, the right bumps. So that was the first, I guess, the first, uh, the first hard, hard things. And then linking. Um, yeah, I don't know exactly. Uh, I think, yeah, at the beginning, you tend to, to rush things. Yeah. And, and you tend, sometimes you panic. You're like, okay, I'm gliding. I don't want to stop, but I don't know what to do. And uh, <laughs> I don't, I, <laughs> yeah, so I you, you, you started panicking and, and that's where you, you do a mistake. Like, so, so either you, you paddle too much and you, you, you go up and you're, you're, you're done or you touch and you cannot go back or you fall. Yeah. So yeah, it's, uh, it's hard to, to relax and say, okay, I have time, like uh, stay focused and, uh, and, and try to not, to not uh, panic. <laughs> yeah, that's really well put. Like it's, yeah, paddling up is, you know, the first turtle. And then once you're up, it's learning to relax. And once, cause you've just paddled up and you're like, I'm up. I'm up and you just, <laughs> the, the, you just don't you do everything in your, in your power to come down. And, and that usually means paddling too much, pumping too much and, and probably going too straight too much. And um, like you said, take your time. Uh, you've got time, relax, breathe, look left, look right, take the right lines. Um, and, and once you're up, it's, that's, that's the fun bit. That's the easy part. Relax, enjoy. Yeah. And um also, uh, you need to 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 find the the, the good um, balance with your pressure foot pressure, like with the front front foot pressure. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people they tend to to put too much pressure on the back foot. Yeah, and it's all it's all about unweighting, like stay as light as possible and as high as possible on the on the mast, which is uh, which takes time. Yeah. It does. So, and, and I think, especially when paddling up, I see a lot of people when they like have this, they almost have the speed and they slam the back foot and they'll stall and they actually fall backwards yeah. rather than thinking little, little, bigger, bigger, bigger. <laughs> and then up, you know, think, think about like up a ladder, you know, one, one, yeah. one rung at a time, one, two, and then just, you know, <laughs> slowly get bigger and bigger. Whereas if you go from the bottom to the top, you're just going to fall off backwards. So it's, um, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You see that a lot. And, and the other thing, I guess I'm probably, you'd probably say the same, but um, once people are up, they pump and they pump and they paddle and they, <laughs> they end up going like, instead of just pumping and paddling um, and just sort of taking it like the nice lines in between the bumps, they go too straight and run into the one in front and then they stall. And it's like, no, <laughs> then I've yeah. got to paddle up again. And it's, yeah, it's frustrating, but it's, um, we all go through it. It's like initiation. <laughs> yeah. I think the, the, the good part for me was um, where I live the, um, in France. And even when I did some downwind in the uh, Los Angeles area, which I, uh, I moved uh, after San Clemente, I moved to uh, Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And you have, you have some good downwind there and uh, it, because it's uh, small bumps, small yeah. uh, steep bumps. And uh, where I live, it's exactly this. Like it's like in a bay, like it can 
it's uh, I think it's way easier to learn downwind on those type of uh, condition. Yeah. Because if you go outside in the open ocean with a big uh, ground swell, like especially if it's sideways, it's uh, it can be really really hard. Even now, like I, even for experienced uh, foiler, can be sometimes really hard with the big uh, ground swell. Agreed. Yeah. So so tell us about because I've got a few friends like Matt Costa, um, who are who are you know downwind foiling now over in LA, um, and a bit north of LA. What 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 run were you doing there, and and what foil size we're using and what sort of speed were the bumps because there's a few guys that are saying that it's um in some parts yeah. in la not possible but i'm <laughs> skeptical no yeah uh, so when i moved uh, to la because uh, i didn't have the choice my wife uh, find a really good job in la so <laughs> i had to move there which yeah. wasn't my choice of obviously because it's it's far like it's not far away but you need to deal with the traffic yes which is like yeah, anyway <laughs> and uh but yeah i knew like it was windy over there and the wind was blowing in the good direction like sideways uh yeah, like to, the, sure. to the coast yeah. yeah and but you know in california the because i've been paddling a lot in california with all the surprises there is no downwind culture over there it's not like uh, maui or yeah. like even in France or like Australia. In uh, in California, even the, the OC or the kayak, they, they don't do um, they don't do downwind. Like they, they just train, like think about Danny, Danny Yeah, team. yeah, yeah. They, I, they, 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 just, they just train in the morning where it's totally glassy. Yeah. And then and then if and it's windy, the, he actually goes out and he paddles into the wind and then comes back downwind. Yeah, but and even not that much. Like yeah, okay. they, they mostly train in the flat water, and um, and I guess that's because there is no uh, wind uh, culture. There. Yeah, I wonder so, if it's because of the traffic as well. Because if the traffic is so bad, then maybe they don't want to drive. <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't know. But uh, so when I was there, I was looking for people to do downwind with me, but it was uh, it was hard. So I was doing by myself with. Sometimes my wife or a friend like to to do the shuttle. Yeah. But so I did. Um, so in the uh, north of uh, Malibu, yeah. you get this point, um, Leo Carillo. It's a surf spot to Zuma Beach. Yeah. Okay. So I'm. I'm Leo, this... Leo, yeah. Yeah. Leo, Car Leo Carillo is a really good. Uh, it's a good. It's a good uh, point break. Yeah, I'm gonna it's I'm gonna bring house. a map up and you can I'm gonna so people can see because I know there's uh, the LA Foil Club they listen along to this and it'll be interesting because you've been you were doing it years ago and I know there's guys doing it now so so here is yeah. the map yeah I talked to Matt yeah yeah, yeah. I bet you're the pioneer yeah. all right so where so, are you yeah starting? you've got you've oh. got um, You've got Malibu, so you go north. This is uh, this is Point Point, point Dume, so you go you uh, on the left of Point Dume, you get Zuma Beach. Yeah. And if you go if, if you go left left yeah. again, so north. Uh, no, uh, sorry, north. So it's uh, more like yeah, this side. Move away, move move. Am and I going? You got uh, yeah, right there, Leo Carillo State Beach. Got it. Yeah. So the wind is northwest most of the time. Yeah. 
So you you go you go into this uh, little bay, you paddle outside, and you go straight to uh, Zuma Beach. Yeah, yeah, nice. And it and it's uh, really good uh, lined up uh, bumps. Awesome. Only yeah. only you have to be careful because you've got a lot of uh, kelp, like big 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 uh, field uh, ke uh, kelp. Yeah, that was my next and question you, actually. Yeah, how's yeah, the you kelp? have to. You have to be careful to that. <laughs> yeah, so it's ten kilometers, which is a pretty nice distance. You know, six miles. Yeah, yeah, and it's nice. pretty safe because you are close to the to the coastline. So yeah. if anything happens, you can you can still uh, paddle to the to the shore. Really yeah. easy. Did you ever try this side of the um, of Point Doom? I guess towards Malibu. Uh, not from Point Doom, but I did from. Um, you get another run which is good in uh, Malibu, uh, the Malibu surf spot, Malibu yeah. Pier. Yeah. To uh, Malibu Pier, to uh, the other state beach, I don't, um, Sunset Cliff. Uh, no, not Sunset Cliff. Uh, I don't know the name. Uh, but, but when it's really windy, yeah, you've got some nice run uh, over there. Yeah. Yeah, because I've got a, a a mate who's trying to do one from yeah this area, and I always I just yeah. ask him why don't you go to the other side? And he's like, oh, it's a little bit too far to drive. And to me, if the conditions are good, I'd drive the extra ten kilometers. But yeah. I know LA traffic is is something <laughs> different to anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, no, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but you've got, you've, yeah, I think it's a, it could be a, in the future. I can see like the downwind uh, side in this area. If all those guys they, they jump in it, yeah, can be a really good, uh, uh, a good run. Potential, yeah, Look, yeah, yeah, good like potential. It. Yeah, so um, and then we'll, we'll see. Let's move to France. What what runs were you doing over there? And and I assume you're in like around Brest. Is that right? Yeah, 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 Brest. The city yeah you have uh, it's so it's uh, it's really protected but the good thing is um yeah except us uh, east wind like if it's north wind or south you, you've got some always uh, something to do yeah so uh, and the good the, and the good part is i have a, a good friend of mine He's got exactly the same schedule as me, as me. So he worked full time, summertime, and uh, during the weekend. But yeah. on the weekdays, it doesn't work just like me. So we have plenty of time to to meet and do the shuttle and uh, uh, perfect. And, that's the and, dream. And, yeah, so it's yeah. good. Yeah, you need two because people. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like the logistic, you need and it takes time. Like when you do a downwind, it takes at least uh, three or four hours. Yeah, because. Uh, <laughs> So, so what runs are you doing over here in, in, in France? Um, where about to, I've just typed in. Uh, right, uh, right there, where you were, move a little bit. Uh, yeah, in, right there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. starting here at this point. And if it's, it, usually the wind is, uh, you see the point? Uh, go, yeah, this one, yeah. This one, yeah. Yeah, this one. So, and usually if, if the wind is uh, south of southwest, we go down. So it's kind of short. It's like 10, uh, 10K. Uh, so you go, no, uh, so south wind is, yeah, right right there. Yeah. yeah. We go uh, under the bridge if it's uh, southwest. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you go even under here. 
And, and if it's uh, more south, we go straight to the beach in front. Yeah. So it depends if it's south or southwest. Awesome. Oh, cool. And the and drive those are really. And the drive is not too bad. Not too bad. No, okay. because there is no no traffic. Yeah, that's and, the key. Uh, and yeah, and the drive is uh, no. It's yeah. Like we sometimes we do two or three. In nice. Awesome. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I was wondering if you started from here, but it wouldn't. The, the drive would be a horrible drive. No, no, but and when the wind when the wind is the west, so we go from Lanvéoc. Lanvéoc is uh, at the back. Uh, you see Lanvéoc? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go back. Oh. Uh, uh, no, down. Uh. <laughs> oh, here, here, here. Yeah, yes, I see it. Yeah, and yeah. you go straight to the right to Landévenec. Yeah, to uh, this one. This, that's that's a nice this distance. One, huh? Yeah, this one is um, on the in winter time when the west wind is really nice. Yeah, it's 15 15k. Yeah, yeah, easy. And, and same thing, super really easy, like nice little bumps, like really easy. What sort of wind strength do you need for, for these runs? Because I found for our bay runs, we need your your bay looks much bigger than us in Sydney. Um, but we need, you know, for the bay runs to be good, it has to be over at least 20 knots, you know, 20 to 30 and, and over 30 is really good. Uh, actually, I think, I don't think it, it depends on the wind. Um, or tide. It depends uh, how long the wind has blown before. Yes. Yeah. The For fact. example, if it, if it just starts uh, getting windy, it can be a little bit uh, small. Mm -hmm. But it, if it's been windy for all the night, then even if the wind... Uh, Go, goes down a little bit you still have the bumps and the yeah. texture mm -hmm. so it's all good so usually we do by if it's a 15 nuts 15 nuts but like 10 to 15 nuts we can we can we can do it nice that's awesome so yeah, just, yeah. <clears throat> just the yeah. time it's blowing yeah yeah for us i don't think it's this uh, our bays are very tidal i guess and i'm sure it is here too but um if it's light wind you need the tide to be going against it you know, 10 to 15 knots and the tide against, it's good. 10 yeah. to 15 knots tied with it, no good. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. which is, um, yeah, that's no, cool. It's um, exciting. I love hearing the different runs that people do because it's like sharing surf spots, but no one cares yeah. because they, they want you to try it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the, the, the main thing is uh, on, the, on those runs, it's for sure. So what I realized is uh, you don't need, uh, it doesn't matter if you have a fast foil yeah. or like uh, not so fast foil because, because it's so slow that you, you, don't, you don't like get a really high, high speed. I know what you're saying. Yeah, the, the bay runs, it's so lined up. It's like boom, 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 boom. You just sit in the trough and you're almost better using like a surfier foil so you can turn a bit more. Yep rather than using a really high, high, high aspect, like speed race foil, because it just means you're having to probably pump a little bit more or turn a bit, like, you know, have to work harder. Yeah, exactly. So, but when we, when we go in a more like a open area, like with, uh, on, on the coastline. Yeah. So yeah, it's different. You, 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 you can feel like more, more energy. Yeah, so, so what, what runs do you do on the ocean side? So, so if you go north and you see Le Conquet, yeah, yes. go a little yeah. bit, Le, Le Conquet. So here, 
to uh, so you go down to Porspoder, Landunvez. This is where I live. Uh, so you go straight. North or yeah, so oh, here, I see it here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. So yeah, this is a good uh, good run that I do a lot. Yeah. And it, nice because it's yeah. And same thing. It's um, it's pretty safe because you have the coastline like pretty close. How do you and, find? Uh, it looks like I've been to this area with um, Benoit. I stayed at his yeah. place for a few days. Um, yeah, Benoit lives there, right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's a very rocky coastline. Lots of cliffs, headlands, and not not a lot of beaches. Like it's lots of rocky, cliffy areas. Do you get lots of backwash? Like lots of um, you know refraction and rebound. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> for learning that'd be tricky. But I think once you get better, it's super fun. The the rebound. Yeah, because be. yeah, there is a lot of energy. Lots of energy. So you really, yeah, you can feel like you you, you your speed uh, goes really much higher. Yeah. And uh, and you can use a smaller foil and and um. Yeah, like like I yeah, imagine you can, you, this bit here would be probably pretty backwashy, and then after here would be pretty clean. And then this last yeah. bit may be a little bit messy again. Yeah, especially at the end, you get some uh, outer reef. Yeah. So you, you have to know where you go. <laughs> oh, I bet. So, yeah, there's lots of like bombies, just waves breaking everywhere when I was when Yeah, I was so on the, so the, those, uh, those runs, they're really good. But unfortunately, in winter time, there is too much swell. Yeah. I it's too big. Bet. And yeah. so that's, that's why we usually go to the bay. Yeah, but those run we do it like mostly like uh, in summertime or mm -hmm. like fall, because there is less less swell. Yeah, yeah. But uh, these islands would would create some sort of <laughs> action as well, no doubt. Um, it'd be but great. actually, they protect a little bit from the from the swell. Yes, okay. So okay. so which is good, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and and this part, it's uh, really uh, it's known for is a strong current. Like yeah. it's really dangerous for sailing uh -huh. because uh, you get like strong current. I remember hearing Martin Latonia, who also lives in, in Brest or the area, or yeah. used to anyway. Yeah. He, he did a Go run on. and he, um, he like ran into like uh, the cliff or the headland or something. Is that, do you remember that story? No, I don't. Uh, but, well, I, uh, yeah, I oh. usually, yeah. Too bad uh, Martin is. Um, is he is not there right now? He's on a surf trip, but uh, yeah, we, usually we, we we try to go together. Nice, yeah, very cool. Um, but he's still uh, studying, so he doesn't have a lot of free time. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's been studying. For, yeah, he's getting the education sorted. Which he is just good. finished actually. Oh, he did. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he'll be partying. <laughs> yeah, he's done now. So now he's on the he's on the surf trip with his uh, girlfriend. Ah, nice. That's the go. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, for three months. Oh wow! Lucky him. Let's. So, so he <laughs> yeah. didn't. So he didn't compete in the um, extreme. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The extreme gliss. So, do you want to tell us about this event? Um, tell us about the event you just participated in because I'm, I'm really interested in how it how, how it works. Yes. So, me, me and my friend Amori. Uh, Amori is a well-known um, stand-up uh, paddler is into uh, foiling as well that's the guy i told you about that that's got same schedule we do it all uh, yeah. always together and he's also known for uh, organizing uh, big uh, races yeah 
and a big uh, stand-up paddle race, uh, uh, downwind usually. He okay. does the, the best uh, downwind uh, com uh, competition in, so he, uh, in France the same guy and even in Europe. Vendée Gliss, the, the one where they go out on the boat. No. Was that maybe I'm mixing up the names? But I remember Titwan normally wins it. Um, uh, yeah. The, 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 the good downwind one in France, I assume it's his. <laughs> yeah, but the, the, so the, there are two guys, uh, Abby okay. and Fred. You know, Fred was that guy from a fanatic. Uh, well, anyway, there are like only two, two guys who can organize a, a good uh, downwind uh, competition. Yeah. And uh, Amory is one of them. And because we are really close to the surf, French uh, Surfing Federation, we, we, we told them that hey, we, we want to organize a French uh, championships, for, especially for downwind fighting. Yeah. And, and you know, we are not many of, uh, of us doing it. Yeah, how many? But they said yes. They, they said yes. They said, yeah, go, yeah, go for it. We we will uh, support you. That's awesome. So yeah. <laughs> so Amori, uh, uh, he was in charge of a big uh, uh, Gliss festival, like with uh, kiting and uh, windsurfing. Mm -hmm. So he was able to to use all the um, the logistic for the for the downwind foiling part. Awesome. Yeah. Which means he had he had uh, five or six boats. And how many foilers? So uh, we we wanted to to do like we 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 could have uh, have uh, maybe uh, 30, 30 people. We said like thirty. Like at first we said like okay we can we can get fifty people. Mm -hmm. But we said well we won't we won't get fifty people. So but. Let's say fifty, and um, we we don't we didn't want to have too many uh, beginners because yeah. you know like there is too much gap and it's for safety. Yes. So we said, okay, if you want to enter the championship, you need to uh, to to send us um, an email with a GPS showing us that you you are able to do at least ten k with a, a sixteen kilometers average, which nice. means you are able to fly. To fly you can touch but you are able to go back and you won't be struggling at the back uh, for hours and yeah so, yeah. so that's like that. so that was uh, that was the process mm. and actually we, we had some uh, interesting thing because we have um, this guy from uh, tahiti uh, david uh, foster mm -hmm. that I, I met him uh, during this contest and uh, he sent us a gps track with uh, 26 kilometers per hour average Ooh, moving <laughs> so oh this guy he must be good yeah yeah so yeah it was really interesting to see the, the thing yeah and uh so that's how it started and so at the end we had uh, 17 people signing up nice. that's a good number yeah and the only bad thing is uh titron galia which you had on your show uh, yeah he, i was wondering where he was he was he busy. couldn't make it because he's is uh, studying like he study for to be a pilot, uh -huh. and I think he had like really big big uh, exam, so yeah. he couldn't he couldn't he couldn't make it especially for five days. Yeah, and you got the, this other guy, a friend of Titouan, which is super under underrated. As uh, his name is Tom Constant, and he's really really good in uh, downwind foiling as well, mm -hmm. and he couldn't make it also. Yeah, 
So th those two for me were like probably the, the best and they couldn't make it, mm -hmm. which was uh, unfortunate, but that, that's, but at least Clément, Clément Colmas was, was there. Yeah. And then well, you had, and then, yeah. I would say Clément uh, and Titoin would be pretty close. Um, you know, or, or and, uh, and Tom, like those yeah. three guys, they would have been neck, good race. neck and neck. Yeah, yeah it for been sure. A good race, yeah. And, yeah, it would have been interesting because uh, I know Tom and, uh, and Titouan, they are really, really uh, good with their equipment. Like yeah. they, they are so far ahead of everybody. Mm -hmm. Like it's amazing. Like they have, they use uh, uh, like really tiny high aspect foil. Yeah, like eight, eight uh, fifty centimeter, centimeter. Wow. The downwind. Whew. Yeah, downwind. Like, and they go like they go really fast. I did a race with them uh, 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 last year, the Vendée Glisse. Yeah, and they I ended up uh, third place, and they ended up like uh, Titouan one and Tom got two, but they they put me on the twenty k. They they put me twenty minutes. Wow. Yeah. So what, what sort of, what sort of <laughs> and average... I was, and I was flying the whole way. Like means I didn't stop. Didn't make a mistake. But they were flying like super, super, super fast. But because yeah. it was like an open ocean uh, downwind. Yeah. With like a fast moving swell, so they were able to to take advantage of their fast uh, gear. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's just paddling uh, up yeah. on the small gear is tricky, isn't it? What if you can get up? It's doable, but yeah, I. Yeah, that's the, the that's the tricky part. Yeah. Yeah. No, but they cool. do like 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 those guys. They do a lot of downwind. Like uh, where they live in in, in uh, Mediterranean, they do like uh, they have run like they have a 40, 50 k run. So mm. sometimes they can do like three of those in one week, which yeah. means like one hundred fifty kilometers. <laughs> it's <laughs> Get so they, they've, yeah they've got like way more uh, practice than anybody. I think. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so they weren't there, but uh, Clément was there. And you had also all those uh, best uh, stand-up paddler uh, racer, like uh, Tom Aubert. Yeah. Um, but Titouan Puyo. Yeah, yeah. And I saw he got second um, in the first race. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, which was like, I think Clément messaged me. He's like, I can't believe it. T2 came second. <laughs> yeah, but if you want, I can talk about it. It was... Uh, yeah, so tell the, me. Start with the first race. Yeah, it was really interesting because, um, yeah, we understood a, little, uh, a lot of things. At least uh, I did. Like the first race, it was... Uh, we didn't know if we could uh, run the, the race because it was the forecast was showing like 10 to 15 nuts. Mm -hmm. But with a uh, 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 ground swell, and uh, it was a kind of a, a mix between a bay and open ocean uh, downwind. Yeah. Okay. Let's what, let's um let's let's bring the map up again, and we'll see if let's have a look at it because I'm really curious. So um, so where in France are we? So you go Crozon, you see Crozon, right in the oh in yes, the I see. yeah Crozon. Uh, from uh, from Crozon, you go to the point. You go down to the point. Yep, right there. So we started right there with a boat, mm -hmm. and the wind was west. So we go. We went straight to the beach in front. Nice. So like this. It was eighteen. Yeah, like yeah, a little. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, eighteen kilometers. Yeah. 
So the good part is we started with with uh, good energy with because the swell goes from uh, outside. Yeah. And it was and actually the wind was more like 15 than 10. Mm -hmm. So it was good enough to to go. Yeah. And uh, and for this one, the 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 start was actually everybody, uh, almost everybody uh, got up really uh, really fast, mm -hmm. and then you could feel like the the energy. It was it was kind of an easy run. Yeah. Even if the wind wasn't really strong, you could feel the energy, and the, everybody was up and and gliding. Mm -hmm. But. For me, the difference, that's why I realized it's the fastest guys, they went straight and they paddled and pumped a lot. Yes. Like it was like me, I was still in my uh, downwind. Yeah. And, and I thought I would make the difference by just gliding and not foiling. But those guys, they were like hammering, like they were boom, 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 and going like really, really fast. Yeah, and straight like up and over swells, yeah, like sort of yeah, yeah. Because and because because they have a good cardio, you know, those guys they they they, they, they train a lot. Yeah. So for them, it's 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 no problem. Yeah. And they have good good balance and good skills, so they are mm -hmm. young and really fit, and uh, and they didn't do any mistakes. Mm -hmm. Just went, and so yeah, the time I I don't know one hour or something. So yeah, it was good. Uh, I think yeah. Clément, Clément, he, he had an average uh, speed of uh, twenty point two. That's what yeah. he said. Yeah, I spoke to him and he was using race. he was using a Takuma Kajira nine eighty. Uh, nine nine eighty, yeah. Yeah, which yeah, I, which is small. Yeah, it's small, right? And so I said to yeah. him, and he said the conditions were light. And I said to I would have thought like what, what I found is, um, generally speaking, if I go too small a foil, I will go slower. Um, because I have to pump more. Yeah. And then, but if I use a foil that's a little yeah. bit bigger in those same conditions, I'll go faster because I'm like, um, it's like the foil's maxed out the entire time. Whereas if I use a foil that's too small, even if I pump and paddle, I go slower because I've, it's harder to keep the speed up. And like, I guess I'm, I'm 82 kilos, um, which is heavy for, you know, most guys foiling, um, you know, at least the, the, the guys sup sup racing um so oh, yeah. yeah like clement i'm like how'd you get up on that and he's like i oh, average 20.2 and i'm like oh that's pretty slow for for, <laughs> for, for that size foil you know you'd expect if yeah, you yeah, yeah. such a small foil you'd go faster um but yeah interesting um and then second so clement won the, the first one and then what was it like it was, i heard it was a pretty tight race for the yeah the so on on yeah, yeah, it was. On, so it, it was interesting to see like uh, uh, Titouan, he, he uses uh, NSP uh, 1400 uh, centimeter um, mm, pretty big foil. So bigger, bigger yeah. foil. Yeah. Uh, Olivia, Olivia Piana, same yeah. thing. She had uh, Axis, uh, same thing around uh, 1500. So wow. big foil, especially yeah. for her because yeah. she's she's light, lightweight. Yeah. And the other guys were using mostly uh, Takuma 980 or the 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 12. Yeah. Yeah. So 
it was it was all about uh, the starting like if you if you lose if you miss the first bump right at the start so then it takes like maybe 20 seconds to go to get up mm -hmm. you raise your head you look and those guys are just flying on, so, and then guts. because it's so because it's not really fast it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to get back unless yeah. somebody falls but there weren't so many uh, mistakes like that yeah like, some guys tried to to go faster and 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 they felt but like the be the best guys they didn't they didn't fall at all yeah i'm i'm so i i'm 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 wondering moving forward like with more of these foil races whether the you know that sort of start line um is the best scenario i remember i was chatting to um jacko he was saying you know for a downwind race he thought the best idea was you put two markers in place and you say at 12 o'clock the race starts and you can either start on the start line You've got to be behind it or you can start foiling behind so when it gets to 11:58, you could be you know a couple hundred meters upwind and you're okay, okay, going to start to try to get up and then once the horn goes you could almost be starting foiling but you could, if you timed it perfectly you could cross the line but if you were a little bit late and you're already foiling maybe that could be better so i, I just sort of it was, I, I liked the idea that if you could start the race and not have it rely on you know the first 10 seconds and the positioning to get a bump rather than you know give yourself this is when the race starts no matter what and if everyone's up and foiling then great if no one's up and foiling great you can start a kilometer back you can start on the line you just can't start downwind of the line so i thought that was a cool idea but it sounds like obviously like you said it was such so critical to get going initially yeah. it literally the race was over if you missed the first bump Yes, that's yes, that's exactly. Especially on the short, on the short run, yeah. like uh, under under 50k, it's hard to it's hard to uh, it's hard to come back. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. We yeah, we have to think about the, those. Uh, maybe maybe it's, uh, this is a good idea. Yeah. At the same time, though, either we decide okay, uh, getting up is part of the is part of the sport, and yeah. you need to be quick. Yeah. Or you 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 can think about a way to yeah to to do um, to to let at least people get up to have them to get up and to cross the line. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Just, would... like, I'm not saying one's right or the other, but it was I thought it was no, a cool no, idea yeah, but from Jacko. Yeah, I think a... so. I think I I think we should try someday because yeah, it's it's too bad because like missing a bump at the start can be. Uh, can happen like just like that like oh, so and, and it's almost and, and, it's out of your control it's more like if sometimes the person right next to me like a meter like i'll be paddling up with a friend okay we're going to go now and they'll get going and then i'll i'll have to wait two or three or four bumps to get going and then all of a sudden they're you know almost 250 meters in front and it's like okay i gotta catch them <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah 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 so it's, it's pretty rare know. that unless you're using bigger foils, it's hard to um, catch the same, the to get going at the exact same time, unless you yeah. really force it. At, at the same time, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. That's, and that's why sometimes it's hard to, um, 
to know where you are at, even if you go with your friend, to see if you have a, okay, am I, am I really fast? Or if you don't, you, uh, of course you have your GPS watch to, to check. Yeah. But when you, it's better when you have somebody in f with you and yeah. so you can really compare. Yeah. But it's it's so hard to get up at the same time, and so yeah, I guess that's uh, that, that, that's part of the difficult, uh, yeah. difficult thing. Like what what I do with Zane is I normally if I get up before him, I usually try to just like yeah. stall, you know, go hard Slow down left, and yeah, hard yeah. right, hard left, and then like <laughs> like way out to sea, and then come in. Okay, we go now, and then we start. <laughs> yeah, but like it's exactly yeah. As you say, it's it's rare that you get up at the exact same time on the exact same bump um even even in a surf break it's hard to time the same wave and peeling off together it's yeah it's tricky so it's it's tricky but you know it was it was um at at the end all the the, the best guy ended up like you know starting like they started really really quick yeah but but not uh, uh, but not always actually uh, clement did uh, no mistakes Mm -hmm. at all yeah. even sometimes he was uh, uh actually on the couple race he was uh, gaining up a little bit behind somebody mm -hmm. but then he was like yeah he, he was going so fast that he, he was like really unbeatable but for example uh, the guy who, who finished uh, second alex bikrel is mm -hmm. a you know him yeah, maybe I know you, alex, you yeah. Him, yeah. I've, in, in maui yeah. i've done so with him he's really good i think on the third well, on the fourth race oh, no, on the third race he missed because he he, he chose another board to try a smaller board he missed his start and oh, he no. finished like uh, eighth place or something like that wow yeah so uh, other than that he finished almost uh, he, he finished second overall so yeah but the, the, the good part is because is we it, had it, a... it must have been close between second and eighth you know if, if just the start yeah. stuffed him up for the um for the for the rest of the that race yeah, especially because this race was uh, only seven uh, seven kilometers. On this one, we oh, didn't have the choice. It, it was really short. It was like yeah. pretty much it was a sprint. Yeah. It was uh, 25 minutes. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's a full-on so sprint. Cl close, but it's hard to it's hard to to make. Um, if you are if, if you start too late, it's 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 over. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. So, so unless also, somebody falls, but yeah, that's in a race. No falling. <laughs> but no, because it was uh, and it was really easy bumps, easy yeah. bumps, easy to read, easy to easy to read, easy to surf. So yeah, not, not not so many mistakes. I actually spoke to Boris, and I think he was one of the slower guys there. And he said he messaged me and said, "He's like, there's no way I, I can't keep up with these guys on the foil I'm using." And I think he was using the Axis 1150, which it's a big foil. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's a good one to learn. Yeah, for sure. Awesome to learn. And and you, but he was he was Boris was really happy because it was his first time doing like uh, uh, like ten more than ten k without uh, stopping. Ah, there you go. Yeah, it's that's a, that's that's what I love about the event that you had people, lots of different people doing this downwind event, and you, you kind of learn what equipment good yeah. is good, what um technique you know to go fast is best and can surfing keep up with just pumping up and over for this run seems like no for other runs hopefully <laughs> but oh you 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 could see a boris at the at the end 
he was maybe last, but he was so happy. He, was, he had a big smile and he yeah. was like so happy to... He probably had the most fun. He was, he was surfing like, the most. <laughs> yeah, and for me, the, the challenge is, of, of course, you want to do good. But for me, the challenge is always to have a quick start and then uh, no fall. And yeah. when you just do that, you are still happy with your with yourself because yeah. okay, no mistakes. <laughs> yeah, and then you work on your speed, but uh, it's yeah, work on that. Yeah, that's very cool. And then so so, eighteen kilometers was the longest. Seven yeah. kilometers 18, was the shortest. Then the so, yeah, eighteen. So eighteen, the first one. The second one, it was a fourteen, but it was lighter, like really light wind. Yeah, and it was good to to show that we could do a, a downwind on the 10, uh, 10 to, to 14 uh, knots. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't that hard. It just, it was slow and uh, you had to, to- Work a bit harder. To choose the, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then the third, third race was seven kilometers. Then the fourth race was seven kilometers. It was the same, exactly yeah. the same. We did, we did like two in a row. Yeah. And the last one was uh, 15. But it was uh, in starting in really open ocean water, like really, with really big swell, yeah, and uh, and uh, finishing in the harbor with, nice. with nice, nice easy bump. So yeah. it was. So we had a little bit of everything. Sounds like a good mix. Yeah, and it was a good mix. And so we had five races, and we said, okay, you have a discard. Ah, so if I you like miss one race, you can. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So at least you had one one. Uh, you have a little bit away. of room for, for your, yeah, 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 throw away, exactly, so. Yeah, I, I so, really. So at the end, I think it worked, yeah. Yeah, I really like it. I, I'm very jealous. I wish, oh, I should talk to Surfing Australia and see if they can run a downwind foil event. <laughs> and the know. logistics, like having uh, having the boat to yeah. to bring us outside, and that's like something we, we don't see. <laughs> I know, yeah, you guys are, let's have it sorted in France. So cool. Um, yeah, the yeah, other yeah. thing I wanted to, like, I wanted to mention, because I spoke to Clement, and I, I, I want to try to get him on the podcast, but he thinks his English isn't good enough, but I'll keep hassling him. Um, I don't the, know. Yeah. The, the fact he kept using the 980, even like 10 to 14 knots, man, that's pretty impressive. Like, that's a small foil. Um, I guess it sounds like the bumps were pretty good, but um, like to, to get started, the bumps were, were decent, right? But um, that's interesting to me that he was using such a small foil the entire time normally i try to use i'm using the new rs 1150 most of the time now um, whether it's light or not um, i've used the rs 1000 which is square centimeters um, size um, and the 1000 for me is i feel like it has to be pretty windy um, but it, the fact clement's using the 980 i'm like okay maybe i should just man up and use yeah. the 1000 more well, you, you, you have to know that Clément, you know Clément. Yeah. <laughs> he, he lives in his car and he's, <laughs> he, 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 he's, uh, he's actually pretty beat up. Like, <laughs> and actually, he, he forgot to bring a 120, uh, his 12. That's what he, 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 he said. He got a bigger for it, but he forgot. Yeah. So he yeah. said, okay, we're just going to do it with the 980. It would, been, it, would been interesting. Is, is, is so it would have been interesting if Tichuan was there and, and Tom, because maybe he would have had a bit more of a push yeah. and maybe he would have been better on the bigger foil, uh, is what I was curious to know. 
Uh, I'm curious too, but I think, yeah, uh, for sure, Titouan is uh, got a faster foil, for sure. Yeah. But would would that make the difference on those conditions? I don't know. Yeah. That's that's the big question, actually. Yeah. And how did the Tahitian because, guy uh, go? Ale Alex, oh, I was really, I felt really sorry for David because he's kind of a big guy. He's like 95 kilos. Okay, big guy. And he's yeah. not, to, he's not used to wear wetsuit because it was so cold compared to Tahiti. He had to wear a, a full wetsuit. Yeah. So he, he and he had a, also a new board. So he was he was struggling. Like he was like I think it it took like forever to get up. Like uh, maybe twenty minutes. Bugger. The boat asked us to uh, to wait for him. But once he was up, he was he was he was flying. Yeah. And uh, actually, I did a down win with him uh, because he went uh, one week before the event to train mm -hmm. with me. Yeah. And uh, we did one in the bay. It wasn't like really fast. It was struggling a little bit because it's, it is just too heavy. And but then we did a, a, a run in open ocean. That's why it, I, I asked you the, the, the question last time about a bigger foil. Yeah. And, he's, and he smoked me like. <laughs> Well, he was going so fast. He, I had a, I had a small foil, and my my average speed was a nineteen kilometer per hour. Yeah. And uh, his his average speed was twenty one. Yeah. Wow. On the same run, same day. On the same same run, same day. Yeah. And the only the only difference is I was able to get earlier than him. But other than that, he was like on the bumps, because he, he was big bumps. And he was able to uh, to go like not straight. straight, a little bit angled, but still between a straight and angle, not yeah. too much uh, surfing. But he was like, poof, yeah, really well, impressive. Yeah, and you asked about Dave Kalama because I did a key yeah. run with Dave, and he struggled to get going at the beginning, and I was doing circles around him waiting for him. And then once he got going, he sort of you know when the bumps were small, I was still sort of waiting for him. And then all of a sudden, the the bumps got bigger and like straight away he was gone like I, I he was and then he was waiting for me at the end and he was just like like how are you going so fast i think we we're using the exact same foils and he's tuned his stuff he's pretty tuned in now but like i was like i'm not waiting for you next time because you'll just catch me <laughs> so yeah so, so looks like like those bigger guys they can really make a bigger foil work really really fast yeah for sure it, it seems which that way is, which is really that's really interesting, yeah. Yeah. And absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, David, uh, yeah, he is really good. He's really good, but like I, like we said, like the the start, maybe we need to work on the start to see yeah. who is the fastest flying. Exactly. Because, Not just all about like getting up. Yeah, because it, that's always going to um, favor the, the lighter guys, I think, you know. Yeah maybe maybe on the long run like the molokai it it doesn't it, yeah it, 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 it's it's, uh, it's not the same because it's a 50 50 plus k but on the small run like like under 20k yeah i think maybe it would be nice to to think about uh, another way to start yeah i agree so, but we need to find the the best uh, solution yeah. yeah like like you said maybe it's a good uh, good idea yeah, if you have we'll a the next one, we we'll try. Yeah, have a line and just okay, 
anyone can, time. yeah and, and, and if yeah. you and if you are in front of the line disqualify them so it means everyone will probably start behind the line and you know i think yeah it, it could be a maybe it's a solution maybe it won't work but worth trying i think and it sounds like you guys are the ones yeah. to do it <laughs> <laughs> with all the boats yeah, yeah epic um, so let's, we're going to start wrapping up, but I want to talk to you about yep. 52 Foil Co., which I know is your little sort of side project. Um, do you want to give the, the listeners and viewers a bit of insight into, I guess, to, to me, what really um, uh, drew my attention was your downwind specific foil board? Yes, well, um, I started designing a board. I'm not a shaper, I don't know how to shape a board like with my hands, but because of all the my surfing experience and my uh, racing experience i know exactly what i want what i'm looking for and uh, so i decided to do it myself to design the board and find somebody to build it and uh, that's how we that's how i studied the um, 52 uh, folco uh, foil board uh, in uh, california with damien Broner, which uh, is a well-known uh, shaper over there and um, so now I'm, I'm keep uh, doing it. And I like to do what I like, I like to make what I like to do, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Like, I like me, I'm all about uh, uh, surf foiling. So I like to make a nice uh, surf foiling and downwind. But I yeah. do also some uh, wing, yeah. but I'm not willing to winging. So it's, not... and, and you have also a lot of uh, wing board in the market, but a board uh, dedicated to foiling, we don't we don't find those like I uh, not uh, not, not really much. like yeah. maybe Sunova is starting to do yeah do, so uh, I, some. yeah I spoke to the team at Sunova and originally I wanted it to be a downwind shape but they're like well how many people are downwind sup foiling mm. and and we said okay we'll make it more of an all round kind of shape and we you know compromised I think our the one I would normally use is either 510 by 26 or 60 by 27. And for me, I've got a custom, which is 60 by 24. Um, it sounds like you've gone a bit shorter and okay. narrower, which is um, cool. So yeah, at, at the beginning, I was like really short, like five, five, five. And I thought it was like too, too short. Yeah. So then I realized we need like longer, but like much narrower. And now my, my board is uh, 5.7 by 22.5 wow. at uh, 90, 90 liters. Cool, it's thick then, huh? And uh, yeah, it's thick, but you know, you got some uh, uh, recess. So recessed, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so the nose is a little bit like on the, on the race board, like it's got uh, some uh, big nose. Yeah. But then under your, under your feet, especially front, uh, front foot, it's, uh, it's, it's not that thick. So it's kind of thinner under the front foot. Yeah. And you get a big big rail. Yeah. And you get like a really straight outline. Yeah. And it makes the board uh, really narrow, but like really stable. Stable. Yeah, which is, and you know, that's the trick for sure. That's what you want. You want as narrow as possible. It makes a big difference to get up really early. And, um, and then flying also narrow board is much more... Uh, uh, lively and uh, e easier to to turn it and to control yeah so yeah so for me personally i found um the, the shortest board i've downwind foiled is um 510 or uh, you know or paddled up on a sup is 510 um and that was around i think it was 24 and a half wide and, and i found 
personally, I found the 510 much harder to get up than the 6.0, but maybe it was the width. Maybe we went too wide and too thin rather than going narrow and thick. So um, that really interests me, the, um, the shortness, but narrowness, but still stable. That's, uh, I, I like yeah. that. And also it depends like on the easy, uh, easy downwind, like with small steep bumps. I think in, like a, a shorter, shorter board will, will work really fine. Yeah. But I, on, the, on the open ocean downwind, I think you need a little bit uh, longer board. I think my next board will be actually five, 510 or maybe 6.0. Yes. Yeah. But really narrow, like 22. Uh -huh. But I think I need uh, maybe a longer board for, uh, for like those open ocean downwind. Yeah, because, okay. uh, you get a lot of uh, moving water and uh, you, you, I think you need a little bit more length. Yeah, that, that, that's what I found because most of the runs I do are open ocean and, and even just going down to 510, I felt a difference to the 6.0, which, um, and then when I heard you were using a, you know, 5.6, 5.7, I'm like, man, he must be paddling up really well. But then I saw how narrow it was and I was like, ah, that's the trick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think for you with your, your experience in the, in your balance, you can go much narrower. Yeah, and I think it's the thickness is that our boards are still quite, you know, the rails are probably like this, whereas, you know, your rail is yeah. probably bigger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So just the volume, like I'm on a 79 liter board, um, six by 24, 79 liters. Um, so it's not a lot of volume for the outline compared to, like, I'm longer yeah. and wider, but less liters. So yep. it's, um, yeah, I'll have to get Marcus on it. Tell him to make me something smaller and Yeah, thicker. oh yeah, you will. <laughs> yeah. I'll make, put him to work. Exactly, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Hey, Greg, thanks so much for coming on. Um, I just wanted to, normally I try to finish up with three tips for people that are learning. So if you've got something, I think I'd probably say something, say something about boards because I think the, the width of a board makes a big difference. Yeah, but first, because I have a lot of people asking, first you need to, to learn how to paddle because a lot of people, they want to, to do it, but they, they don't have the paddler, paddling background. Yeah. And I said, hey, first you need to, to learn how to paddle because if you don't have the proper technique, you, you won't do anything. Yeah, I agree. So first you need to know how to use a paddle. paddle and you need, to, you need to be able to paddle straight with on, using one side. That's yeah. really important. Yeah. So you need to learn how to paddle with an angle. So that's the first thing. And yeah. uh, in the substance, you need to paddle one side substance. That's, yeah. that's, uh, that's the basic. Then you need uh, gear, you need a, a big foil. Obviously you need like, like, like the, the biggest in the market you can find. Yeah. Even, if, it's low, even if you want to use it for a long time, Maliko 280 and yeah. uh, you get the Takuma LOL 190, you get the Axis. You get, yeah, you get there's lots, lots of big foils foil, out there. Yeah, but, yeah, and, and, and those are really cheap now because you can find used yes. on the Craigslist or exactly. So I think it's uh, yeah. and I think as downwind foiling gets more um, uh, popular, you'll be able to move them on too. Yeah, 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 and you need also a mask lens. It doesn't have to be too long. Like I think 80, 85 is way too long for mm -hmm. when you start. You need 70 or 75. But uh, 
Yeah, no, no more. Uh, because the longer it is, the, lo the harder it is to, to get up. So yeah. you need like like 65 or 70, something like that, I think. Mm -hmm. Then you need uh, a board. Board, you need uh, a board. You can, you have a good balance on it. But you don't want like too wide. Yeah. Like it's better to go longer and narrow than go shorter, wider. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. And that's, I think that point before and, uh, that was something you're comfortable on now then your balance yeah. is good on i see so many people go on a board that's way too small they're like oh this stuff thing is so hard it's like yeah. one you don't know how to paddle two the board <laughs> is like way too advanced and and three you know you put no time in so it's um i think it's very doable with the right equipment and the right advice yeah i think you need to don't give up <laughs> just <laughs> Just practice, practice, practice. Right now, you know, Boris and Amandine. Amandine is really into it. Yeah. And uh, and and she can do it, but she she's not at the point she can do like a 10k without uh, stopping. They said, hey, you are almost there for sure. Yeah. So yeah, I'll get it. That, no, don't give up. <laughs> yeah. Because then it's it's really it's really good. Yeah. So yeah, awesome. Some some great tips and, and great to catch up with you, Greg. Um, I'll, I'll be in touch and um, yeah, thanks for the insight yeah, on sure. some of the racing over there and and sharing all your knowledge. So cheers.